0: Welcome to the Jersey to Vegas Podcast. This podcast talks about the hows, whys, and what's next in your life journey. If you're looking to start fresh and turn over a new leaf, you're in the right place. Now, here's your host, Pete Isop. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the Jersey to Vegas podcast, episode number 44. We're going to talk about a couple of things today, and mainly it's going to be involved around self-harm. Uh, for those of you guys that don't know what that is, pretty much means hurting yourself, um, non-suicidal um, injury, so it's not really an intent to... Commit suicide or anything. I mean, it's pretty intense to start with, right? It's a pretty intense topic uh, to start with. So, if again, if this does trigger you like anything else, please, you know, feel free to turn it off. You do not have to listen to this, um, but it is something that's pretty important. You know, a lot of people don't know about it. Uh, no one is really uh, aware of the situations. And I'm gonna pull up some things on my phone, so I'm looking down uh, to make sure that I don't uh, mess it up. And as always, I'll go through some definitions. I will go through my personal experiences and my stories because I really caught myself doing this at a young age, um, mainly in my teenage years. And the reasons doing it I never thought were problematic. I never thought were alarming. I never thought were um, odd to do. And um, I always tell Nat these things, and she's like, "Mm, people don't just do that. Well, so that's when it kind of um, drew my attention. That drew to my attention that it is a maybe an issue, maybe it is a, a problem for for me as well as other people. Now a lot of us have different forms of it. Um, the more popular variations of uh, self harm can be cutting. Like using a razor blade or a knife uh, to cut, uh, burning, where they take hot objects and uh, burn their skin. But another way to burn is actually to rub, rub yourself, rub, not rub yourself, hey yo, to rub uh, certain areas of your body. I mean, I guess if that's where you want to burn it, right? Or whatever. Um, enough to cause irritation or rashes or a, a intense burn, you know, kind of peeling of the skin. And, uh, blunt objects, you know, you can go down the line, um, hitting your head against the wall that counts as self harm as well. You know, there's different things, um, and everyone is different. So before I get into it a little bit more, I want to make sure I give my shout outs to my Patreons. Patreons, thank you so much for everything that you do and continue to do. You guys are, are absolutely the best things, um, out there because you still, help me do what it is I'm here to do, and that is to deliver a message of whatever it is um, that I'm talking about today. All right, I have boogers, so I have to blow my nose. And we also shout out Boost Fitness in Nutley, New Jersey. We'll shout out Bucktown MMA in Belleville, New Jersey, Uh, Outsiders Coffee in Jersey City, New Jersey, and... I think that is it. But you know what I I am gonna shout out today? I'm gonna shout out Belpay's Pizzeria, uh, mainly because I miss I miss you guys. Yeah, I miss Belpay's Pizzeria and Nutley, uh hands down the best pizza and attitude in Nutley ever invented. So thank you guys uh, for everything. Um personally I'm great friends with them. Um uh, and you know, I just wanna shout them out because I kind of miss bread, pizza, Eggplant parm sandwiches, which none of them I can have anymore. None of them. So it doesn't even matter. Like, don't don't fucking send me any. Don't freeze it and then, you know, one day FedEx it to me. It's not, it's not going to be worth it because I'm not going to be able to eat it. I just miss it for sure. Chicken parm sandwiches, hmm what's up? All right. So this is kind of like I'm self-harming myself right now mentally because I'm not allowed to have it, but I'm trying to force myself to have it. Um, all right. So here we go. Self-injury, cutting obviously these are not my definitions, they're real definitions. Myoclinic, non-suicidal self-injury, often simply called self-injury, is the act of deliberately harming your own body, such as cutting or burning yourself. It's typically not meant as a suicide attempt. Rather, type of injury, type of self-injury is a harmful way to cope with emotion, pain, intense anger and frustration. While self-injury may bring a momentarily sense of calm and release of tension, it's usually followed by guilt, shame, and then returns of painful emotions occur. Although life-threatening injuries are not intended, with self-injury comes a possibility of more serious and even fatal aggressive actions. Okay. Um, before I get into the symptoms of that, let me tell you personal experience of what I Um, did myself, not just in the recent time of uh, my deep depression um, after closing the gym, but other times when I was younger, um, coaching wrestling, uh, working at Marriott, and so forth. So I would, more recently, um, I used the form of cutting and burning, and I hit it. Um, I kind of hit it, honestly. I really didn't care at some point, so... Here in my arms, can't see, I have one, two, three, four, five, five cut and burn marks on the form. That's why I wore a lot of long sleeves um, during that time and process. I, I really didn't like anything about myself, so everything I wore was even extra large to large uh, clothing, and at that time, um, I just didn't like anything about me, so I would just cut and burn. Why? Right? And then I have it on my legs, too, so cut and burns on my legs, and my hand right here One two, and then five on the the wrist here. It would be times where I could not, I I felt like I couldn't feel anything. You know, I couldn't feel um, emotions. The only emotion I felt was numbness, sadness, and like overwhelming. So I didn't really understand any other way to feel. So I would get so pent up and trying for, trying to understand ways to to just i guess feel better that that intense burn uh, that that act of here it comes like that you waiting for it to hit your skin or you waiting for it to open up your skin that was like a rush you know if it, it felt good to do it was not right to do but it felt good to do cuz like the definition said momentarily it, it released other feelings like i felt something you know and i even read in i I even wrote wrote in the book it was like it's a point in life where i just i didn't feel anything and i didn't i don't understand why so i wanted to feel something i wanted to feel alive so i did that and that made me feel alive you know for like a second and then comes the guilt and the the anger because, like, why did I do this? You're such a piece of shit. What if someone sees it? What are you going to do now? And then you cover it up, and then all the emotions that were overwhelming you before return. So guess what you're going to do again? You're going to get to the point again where you can't fucking take it anymore, and then you rinse out and you repeat, right? That was more um, of a present kind of coping when I was self-harming myself. Now another way I did it was before the cutting. Now we keep going before that. So this is when I was, the gym was closed the day, right? And I didn't understand why. I didn't know what to do. So I would work out like crazy, right? In that time of switching gyms and not really having any money and because we just switched and then they closed it, so then I have no more money. And then, you know, the government didn't give us any money to help me with whatever it is. Everyone else got unemployment and I didn't. So it's, like, it's one of those things where I got fucking really frustrated. So I would just work out to the point where I tried to beat every record that I can. I tried doing different programs. I did anything kind of burned and hurt. And then if I didn't do it or didn't. Accomplish it, I would run into the bathroom and smash my face into the walls. Not only that, I would take my fists and punch myself until I feel my cheeks getting swollen. If I have pictures of them, I might, because I definitely did at some point take a picture. I don't know if I deleted it, um, but I took a picture of my face from when it was swollen ish, because my face, I guess, can take a lot of uh, punishment from the years of doing so but that was also another way i coped with that emotion it was i would punch myself um many times in the face usually here usually this poor side of my face would definitely get beat up no this one too i would try to get the almost try to bust my own cheekbone you know but you don't have any so much power into it but enough to 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 hurt right enough to hurt enough to get some swelling and you'll feel like throbbing pain and that's another way I coped with the intense emotions you know I just didn't why do you do it I don't know that you know everyone is different everyone's psychological I don't know what the word is uh, there is different there's not a specific way or why or how uh, people do these, but usually it's to help cope with intense emotions or intense thoughts and feelings that you cannot deal with. So that's when all of these methods come out to play. I'm going to take a quick break while we reset the camera and I'll be right back. And we are back. What's going on? We're going to go over some symptoms. That was the next uh part of this um, definition. Some symptoms that you may see um, uh, to kind of, I guess when you're looking at it, not only yourself, if, if it's yourself, you'll know, but maybe you have a, a daughter or a son, you know, that um, is doing it and maybe you don't know exactly what to look for. Here are some symptoms that you can look for. Uh, scars, often in patterns. That's funny, right? Because my patterns are in lines going down my arm, like almost like you're, you're, playing a game two, three, and then five, cross it over. Uh, Fresh cuts, scratches, and bruises, bite marks or other wounds. Excessive rubbing of an area to create a burn. I would do that over here. I would go do that. So I would get like a coarse towel, and I would scratch, 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 or like a a Brillo pad, but not a pad. Yeah, the green one. The Brillo would definitely cut it pretty fast. Um, I forget what it's called. The Scott Bright. And I would just scrape it until it would burn, and then I would kind of develop a patch here honestly i would do it in wrestling i would do it in jujitsu and i actually have one here whereas i would fight against people i would use their gi to kind of just keep rubbing my head even though they're on top and i'm doing i would do it to create some type of a burn um i don't know it's just something that i did at that part keeping sharp objects at hand you know what's interesting about that is that i still have the knife I used to have razor blades um, in my kitchen drawer, and I wrote that in the book. That was my new best friend. I used to have razor blades in the kitchen drawer um, at Hopper Avenue in Nutley, but I also had this little paring knife that I would heat up, right? And I threw the razor blade out. I threw the other knives out that I had that were, like, inside that drawer, but I didn't throw that guy out. I don't know why. That's interesting. It says keeping sharp objects on hand. Like, do I want to do it again? I don't know. You know, it's but I still have it. And he's right there. Uh, wearing long sleeves or pants, even in hot weather. Done that. Uh, frequent reports of accidental injury. I don't have to report to anyone. So... It's false for me, but I'm sorry. Let's make it about you. Dif- frequent reports and in accidental injury, difficulties in interpersonal relationships, behavioral and emotional instability, impulsivity and unpredictability, statements of helplessness, hopelessness, or worthlessness. That one really hits home. You know, it definitely hits home um, because that's probably the the main feeling that goes through it. And those they didn't say anger, right? They didn't say it's when you're angry. And people think like when they're cutting, they're angry or sad. No, they usually feel helpless, hopeless, or worthlessness, you know, because those are feelings of being empty, right? The reason people self-harm at that point are, are statements of helplessness, hopelessness, and emptiness or worthlessness, because you don't feel like you you don't belong anymore right you know you don't feel like you can do anything or you're doing everything you can and you don't feel like anything is working you're you you're sitting out there in the middle of an ocean reaching out and no one's grabbing your fucking hand that's what it feels like it feels like you're just drowning you're sitting there and you're in a boat not even you're not even a boat you're just fucking floating Right, You're floating and everyone's just passing you on their speedboats. And you sit there and you just feel yourself drowning little by little until it becomes a lot. And then when it's literally too much, that's when you at- attempt the acts of um, self-harm or doing the things that you, you choose to do. And here's forms of self-injury. Some forms of self-injury... Um, Self-injury usually occurs in private and is done in a controlled and ritualistic manner that often leaves a pattern on the skin. Uh, Examples of self-harm include cutting or cuts or severe scratch with sharp objects, scratching, burning with lit matches, cigarettes, heated objects such as knives. Ooh, wow, that's crazy. That's what I did. Carving words or symbols into the skin. We can talk about that self-hitting, punching or banging, head banging, i definitely uh, me, piercing the skin with sharp sharp objects, inserting objects under the skin. Ooh, think about that. You know, that's different ways where pain helps you feel something. Pain helps you feel like you're alive. You know? Because in the time of loneliness and emptiness, you don't feel like you are. You just feel like you're floating. <laughs> not even being cared for or don't want people to care for you. you know, don't, I don't want to say it that way because a lot of people care about you. You know, A lot of people care about the things you do. But you choose to not feel their care. Almost like you're not worth it, right? Why would you care about me? What is it about me that you care about? I'm a piece of shit. I can't hold the business open i can't I can't help my family. I can't even teach classes outside because I fucking hate it. I can't work out because I'm always injured. And these are the things that you define yourself with, and you can't do it, Where you feel empty. And for a sharp little moment, that fucking zing gets you, and it makes you feel good. But that's not good. You know, that's not a healthy way to cope with this situation. It's not a healthy way to cope with the emotions at hand. I always know there's, there's always another way, right? There's always another way to, to feel better. Is it the way you want? Probably not, because it's not going to be immediate, right? And I get that. I get that. But doing the things that we've done or doing the things that you're thinking about doing is not going to help you. It's not going to help the situation. It's not going to make the problems go away. It's not going to make anything do anything except for leave a mark, make you feel guilty, And make you feel the need to do it again. And again and again and again. If you have an addictive personality, you're going to keep doing it. And I have an addictive personality. That's just why I probably have the knife still. Because there's times I fucking, I'm slicing strawberries and I still take the dull end and, you know, I fucking rub it through my skin. No, I'm not going to lie. I still do it. There's no intent. But it is addictive. So if you are that person that have any of these symptoms or issues, fucking you can message me. I'm cool with it. We'll find a way to, you know, to help you out. Or just even better, go see a therapist. No, no shame in seeing a therapist and starting. Everyone goes, how do I get one? Where do I start? Google therapist in your area and you'll find one. It's that easy. You may not like them, but at least you're getting the the ball rolling, right? Or find a friend that can refer you to someone that maybe specializes in in this area that you need. But if you find yourself or know that you are at the point that you're doing most of the things that I'm saying or can relate to anything that I'm talking about, please, 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 please seek help and not, not from a best friend, right? Don't, don't call your friend that's just as dark as you are because they're not going to fucking help you, right? They're going to probably make you do worse. you got to find professional help that's going to help you find different ways to cope with your emotions or find different ways to cope with the things that you're about to do and or are doing. So definitely please um, do that. Funny says when to see a doctor. Anytime, it's here's a paragraph when to see a doctor. If you're injuring yourself right now, even in a minor way, or have thoughts of harming yourself, please reach out for help. Any form of self injury is a sign or bigger issues that cannot be addressed. Talk to someone you trust, such as a friend. Okay, I take it back. I take that back then. So let's see what they say. Talk to someone you trust, such as a friend, loved one, doctor, spiritual leader, or a school counselor, nurse, or even a teacher. Who can help you take the first step to successful treatment? While you may feel ashamed and embarrassed about your behavior, you can find supportive, caring, non judgmental help. Cool. I take it back when I said friend, I meant to say. I did, did. I say it? bad friend? Not bad friend, but like a friend that's not going to help you. Like if you're depressed and your friend is depressed too, you guys are probably just be depressed together. That's what I meant with friend. But if there's a good friend, one that you know is kind of opposite of you, the one that you know um, that you trust, then maybe that's the first step that you need to do. But you know, get some help if you are there, and don't be ashamed. It even says you might feel ashamed or embarrassed. Don't. There's no shame. And seeking help. And and ever, ever, ever. right? I'm going to take a break really fast because this shit's getting heavy. So guys, I'm sorry. If you're on YouTube, the camera, I don't know what happened. I pressed record. It broke. I don't know. So I do apologize for that. But at least you can listen to it with a lovely picture of something. Um, So um, I apologize. And uh, we'll try to get the rest of this video come in uh, right now. I This is what you got to deal with until I get three million Patreon's. Then, uh, by that point, then I I, I, you're stuck with what I got right now. So, again, another shout out to the Patreons for keeping the channel alive. If you are uh, and want to help out the channel, please go to Patreon, give a little donation. um, You know, help us. You know, just build. It helps keep everything going. So, thank you guys again. So, we're gonna talk about. When a friend or loved one self injures, it's. I'm sure it can be stressful. I'm sure it can feel confusing. I'm sure it can feel almost like it's your. F- you know, I mean, you take blame for it. Like, oh, it's all my fault. Or what? What can I do? What else can I do to help them? Um, so I'll read what it is it says here, and then I'll give you my take on what it is I feel that is important in, in here. Uh, when a friend or loved one self-injures, guys, just so you know, this is from myoclinic.org, okay? I get a lot of my uh, stuff from there. If you have a friend or a loved one who's self-injuring, you may be shocked or scared. Take all talk of self-injury seriously. Although you might feel that you'd be betraying a confidence, self-injury is too big of a problem to ignore or to deal with alone. Here are some ways to help. This is for your child. You can start by consulting your pediatrician or other health care providers who can provide an initial evaluation or a referral to a mental health professional. Express your concern, but don't yell at your child or make threats or accusations. I hope I said that right. Pre-teen teenage friend. A preteen or a teenage friend. Suggest that your friend talk to a parent, a teacher, a school counselor, or another trusted adult. Adult. Gently express your concern and encourage the person to seek medical, mental health treatment. Since I'm here, emergency help. If you've been injured if you've injured yourself severely or believe injury may be life-threatening or if you think may hurt yourself or attempt suicide, call 911 or call your local emergency number immediately. Please consider these options. You can call the suicide hotline at 1-800-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK. Okay, again, 1-800-273-TALK. Very, very, very um, important for you just to not get mad or aggressive at them. Okay, So if that's the one take I can say in there personally, when you feel, and you're going to get aggravated, right? You're going to be um, angry because you're going to ask the question, why? Why, why, don't, why do you want to do this? Aren't we good enough? Isn't what you have good enough? Why would someone like you want to do this? You're so good in school. Why would you want to do this? There's no face dealing or coping with emptiness or pressure or stress. So the main emotions that's going to rise is anger, right? Because anger is not the emotion. And anger is accumulation of emotions, which I always say. So for you to be angry at the child or person or friend, that's the one Thing that's going to turn them away from you. You're, you're no no longer going to be trusted. You know, it's like, who the fuck do you think you are? Don't yell at your child and make threats or acquisitions. Don't yell. You know, be supportive. If you know or feel like they have these symptoms or you feel or know that they're going through a hard time, talk to them. And I feel like that's one thing most people don't do is they're afraid to talk Because they're afraid to hurt their feelings. They're afraid to bother them. They're afraid to... I had the word or the act right there, but I don't remember what it is. Either way, you avoid it. To avoid confrontation. To avoid conflict. But if you know and you start to see these signs that you already just heard and listened about... Well, take some action and just show love. You know, take some action, just show some care. Because they're hurting. These people are fucking hurting. They don't feel anything inside. They're at a point in their life where it just doesn't matter anymore. You know, they're at a point in their life where it everything feels hard. Now, they can be super successful in school. They could have that facade of, I'm a, the perfect child. They can be the depressed kid that just doesn't talk to anybody. They could be the star athlete That's in in, going to college on a D1 scholarship. Pressure and that yearning to be perfect is just as tough as the kid that lost everything and that's super sad and angry. Everyone's different and everyone's going to find their way to cope with it. But we all know the signs now. So if you see it, you, you kind of feel it, take Take the time to talk, right? Take the time to just sit down and shoot a message these days, right? Text message. Everyone texts anyway. No one even talks on the phone. Just shoot a text. See what happens. At least they're, they know they're being thought about. You know, at least they know that someone's there. And they might not even. But as a friend, as a parent, you have to continue to Try. Right, you have to continue to, to go. And as much as you think you may be a bother, as much as you think you might be a nuisance, you're not. You know, because you're doing the best you can for what it is you can control at that point. Um, so let's get to the last thing will be the causes that I'm gonna talk about here. And if you want to hear more about this, please let me know. Comment up um for this. Causes, there's no one single cause or simple cause that leads someone to self-injure. Uh, in general, self-injury may result from poor coping skills. So non-suicidal self-injury is usually the result of the inability to cope with it in a healthy way with psychological pain. They just don't know what to do, right? We just don't understand what to do with it. And I, I didn't want, me, I didn't want to seek help. I just had poor weeks to cope with my, my guilt, anger, frustration, sadness, depression. I just didn't know what to do. And... and I didn't ask for help, because I'm super Pete, and I wanted to do everything by myself. I didn't, when, whenever we moved gyms, here's a perfect example. Whenever we moved gyms, I didn't want anyone to ever fucking help me, because I hated it. <laughs> I fucking hated every minute of moving, and I didn't want anyone to feel, I felt like I lost, right? I fucking lost and I didn't want anyone. I want to cry by myself. I want to punish myself by making me do all the work by myself. And I didn't want to bother anybody, because I didn't know how. To, I didn't know how to deal with it. I don't know what to do. So I just ate the pain. You know, I just kept eating it over and over and over again. Um, number two, difficulty managing emotions. The person has a hard time regulating, and expressing, or understanding of emotion. The mix of emotions that triggers self-injury is complex. For instance, there may be feelings of worthlessness, loneliness, panic, anger, guilt, rejection, self-hatred, and confused sexuality. Man, one hundred percent. Even the confused sexuality. Just kidding about that, but it's true. Like there's, you don't, you feel lost and you feel lonely. You feel like you can't, you can't get out of your own way. And I'm going to end it on that. On a last note, if you know anybody or feel that someone's at risk, take the time to reach out. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming out this week. Uh, Again, this is a topic that is a little bit... um, sensitive it may be a little triggering so if it does trigger you please turn it off you know you don't have to listen to it if you if you if you don't feel it's going to be helpful for you um for those of you guys that uh, may be experiencing these feelings please and also if you feel like someone else is uh experiencing these feelings please uh Reach out to them, uh, reach for help. Let's find the people help uh, that they need. All right. I'll see you guys later. This is Pete from the Jersey to Vegas podcast, episode number forty-four. Thank you guys so much for coming out. And I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from Pete, you can follow him on Instagram at Pete Eisenp. Thanks again, and see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.